Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight me and my Shack crew are going to talk all about the PlayStation... F- wrong show. Sorry, guys. I mixed up tonight, and I'm hosting lots of different shows. Tonight, we're going to talk about our love, hopeful love, of Clubhouse Games. But before we do, let me say thanks to everybody that supports us over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw, Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Devin Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, The Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fallhaber, and Paul Calico. Paul, I moved you back to the end because uh, we used, I think, for like 80 episodes, he was like the patron that we closed mm-hmm. on. And I like it. Calicote. It's a nice, you guys, nothing? nothing? Just me? Sure. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Go for it. Um, like it. Let's hop in like we do each and every week by talking about what we're into, what you're playing, what you're doing. How's life, Rebecca? Life is good. I am playing a lot of clubhouse games. I think a lot of us are. Um, I'm curious which ones you guys have been spending the most time with. I haven't gotten like nearly to all of them yet. Um, I feel like I keep coming back to a lot of the same ones over and over instead of trying the new ones like I said mm-hmm. I would. But, you know, there's a lot of choices. I think I'll keep... Um, uh, trying new ones. I've been playing. I I was playing the Yacht Dice, which is like Yahtzee, um, mm-hmm. with my mom a lot. Um, I love in this game how there's so many different like ways that you can play it. Like you can use the touch screen. You can um, like do it with the Joy-Con. Um, you can for some of the games turn it into like portrait mode, landscape mode. Um, they really did. Um, I think put a lot of love into this game and giving so many different options on how to play. Um, which I really appreciate because somebody like who, if I play with my mom who doesn't normally play games, it's so easy for her to just like kind of touch the screen and it's, it's like a tablet to her. It's natural for her. Um, I keep coming back to things like blackjack, bowling, darts, toy baseball, shooting gallery. Toy baseball is really, really good. It's really. home run derby. <laughs> it's really, really good. Um, Jack and I have been playing that a lot. I, you know, I, I agree with you. I've been doing a lot of the familiar games, games that I already know. I have not yet mm-hmm. learned how to play Mahjong, um, but I also oh, haven't. I keep coming back to that one too. I haven't played. I haven't played a whole lot like the past week, just with a lot of things mm-hmm. going on. So I think I, I attribute that more than anything else. Um, I'm definitely going to play them when I can sit down mm-hmm. and play. We've played a bit of Clubhouse though. Um, we did pull out the other switches. So I oh, can nice. talk about linking multi of them together via that handy dandy guest pass that you can download from the store with the demo. Yeah. So, I did that too. It's very, they made it very easy to do. I, I don't know if that was also your experience, but. Oh yeah. Super easy. Um, yep, very you just simple, play locally yeah. with friends. You click on their name, create a room and you're all in together and you can play. And I was happy to see that with two players, the majority of the games are available. Because my first multiplayer experience was actually with Garrett and Sean and Jace the night it came out at like two in the morning. And we were all very upset to find that you can only play like seven games with four people. It was just. And golf is not one of them, which doesn't make any sense, really, because golf is played in foursomes. Yeah, that's odd. None of the action games were available. It's just like card games that sorry. that Dude, that sorry game. 
That was bad. That sucks. That's sorry. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I haven't tried playing like online. They call it Lumo or Ludo or something like that, but it's sorry. Like it's yeah. it's the game of sorry. It's sorry it's... without the cards, so it's just boring. It is boring. Yeah. You just press A to roll the dice and then you you click your thing to go live. Um some of the things that I did discover um and I, I feel like I haven't played it enough to really be one hundred percent sure with what I'm saying. Um, but one of the things I didn't like when we were playing dominoes, for example, is it pre-scripted all of my moves. Mm-hmm. So while it was cool that I could play a game that I've never played before, after I got, you know, basically got the gist of the game, then I couldn't like be as uh, as creative as I wanted to be with the play or like, or it wasn't as um, fair, I guess might be the thing. Because if, if the computer's playing, then then I'm just kind of pressing buttons, right? I'm just pressing. What do you a. mean it, it's scripted? It so like I would have, um, you know, I have five or 10 dominoes or whatever in my hand, right? Mm-hmm. It would tell me which ones I could play and which ones I can't versus right. me knowing, right? Um, I did notice, I haven't gone back to dominoes because that was the only time we played was when we played it. So I don't know if, I'm not sure if it's a, what I'm trying to say is I'm not sure if it's a per game issue because I did notice with Jack, you can turn off the tips and things like that. So chess yes. played that way. So Jack chess and I have been playing well, a lot yeah. of chess and at, at the start, it basically like would prompt you what you could do. We turn that off. Kind of ruins chess at that point, yeah, right? Is. You know, it's just like this is not any fun. Um, so I'm hoping that they all do that. I would assume that they all, but I haven't played them all, so I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I played some uh, clubhouse games too a little bit during the weekend. I, I played with my girlfriend. Um, we did just the local on the big television. Um, I've tried much different games. I tried the Gumoku. Um, which is like you try to get five in a row or something like that with the black or white pieces. And then also the, um, I don't know if you heard of the game Othello, but it's like you have to circle, you have to like bound like a row or a circle. And then if you flip the coins that that's like to your color or whatever, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something like that. I just forgot the name. Um, she's really good at games and I didn't realize that. And I was like, holy crap, she is like... <laughs> whooping my butt nice. and then i was like you know what i'm gonna go to a game that i'm really good at and she's like i don't know how to play this and that's chess so we went over to chess um and yeah that as you said that you can put put in tips she we did like the middle one there's like two types of modes for chess where it's like um you can like highlight a pawn or a knight and then it shows you where you can move and has white spaces where you're safe and red spaces where you're not so um, it helps good you if you're if you're learning how to play for sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she even she eventually beat me in one game because I was just you know I, I was just being silly a little bit. But uh, I like how um, if you're playing with multiple people, um, it keeps track of who's won each game. Did you mm-hmm. notice that on on the it like kind of tallies? Up, I think it's up to ten or so. Yeah, of, it'll keep um, going. How many won? So you can kind of keep track. You can play like a full set of you know however mm-hmm. many you want to play. Um, when I was playing with Sam, I just want to say I beat him in eight of the ten games that we nice. played. Hey, that's what's up. Who's the better gamer? Uh, no, but it's. I, I think it's a lot of fun. I, um, I'm still looking forward to trying a lot of the different games. Um, I think it's a really good deal mm-hmm. for what um, it is. I didn't care about the bowling, to be honest. The with you. bowling was so easy. Like I really? feel like I was getting a strike every single time. I Did only you see? played I with. About it. I've only played with motion controls. Right. I yeah, me too. I did the so maybe it was because I was doing the touch screen. Mm, um, yes, that made it, and I, you could put it in portrait mode or yeah, the yeah. one where it's up and down. Yeah, um, and just kind of. 
Oh, you just that probably swipe is it. easy. Yeah, it's it was so easy. So I haven't tried it with the motion controls yet. Maybe it's harder. I, I wouldn't want to play a touchscreen. It yeah, was too. too. I wouldn't like. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. Playing it with the motion controls with the Joy-Con felt like playing Wii Sports. I mean, it, yeah. just it is. But the Joy Cons, like you have a left and a right, and mm-hmm. that's the only one I have. And we're both right-handed when we throw a bowling ball. Sure. It just it just kind of mm-hmm. sucks for both of us. Can you not trade the Joy Con and play with one? You have to play with either or. I, I think it's either or. I'd be very uh, interested like, if you yep. if you left one docked and you just played with one, if you could just swap. I don't know. It probably no, doesn't register know. the first Joy-Con as the second player in that case then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't be a two player then. It would just be just one player. Okay. At that point. I only I played know. one player. We only played one player because uh, I was checking it out while people were like making dinner and stuff. So we haven't gotcha. played competitively. Um, but when I played it, it felt like playing Wii Sports. I could put English on the ball and spin it and everything. Yep. You know, it felt exactly like kind of what it was. Um, I would say, I mean, it felt a little easy, but so did Wii Sports. <laughs> you know, yeah, like once you sure. kind of get it, you get it. So, hmm. yep. Toy Baseball yeah. is probably my favorite so far in terms of competitive with me and Jack. Um, oh, that game, I, I, that was one of the ones that I was playing with Sam, and I was able to do different kinds of pitches, yeah. but for some reason, he wasn't able to, no matter what he pressed. I don't know if anyone else had that experience with the second player. No, that's weird. It was very weird. So I wonder it if it was like, mapped to like a specific a Joy-Con. Mm. I don't know. Well, he was playing on his Switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you d- yeah. double switches. Yeah, Jack and I played the same way, and Jack could throw both ways. He was like so frustrated with it because, and he was pressing all the same stuff that I was pressing, and it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't registering. No, he was just throwing regular fastballs. I do love that Jack doesn't quite understand like the the method of pitching, so Jack is constantly trying to spam the stick so his pitcher's just like going like like this the whole time. Oh, you and can he, fake people out, right? Funny. That's all he's trying to do. Whereas I'm like fastball, and then I throw an incredibly slow changeup. So I have all these <laughs> recorded videos of Jack just striking out. Like before the ball's like halfway there, <laughs> just, I have this one where he swings. Man, he's the ball maybe have been a foot in front of the bat, but when he swings, and he was just so yeah. upset, he was just distraught. He was just like, I can't because it was a slow pitch. So he waited on and everything, and still struck out, which I had a lot of fun with. It was very fun. Um, yeah. The toy baseball game made me think of a few things. One, like the sound effects are really, really good. Like it definitely feels like you're playing like on a toy machine. I've never seen one of those games before, like in person. Oh, I have. They're cool. They look cool. I looked it up online. Mm-hmm. I'm not not even joking. I was like, does this look a real thing? <laughs> like I went yeah. and looked it up and they are. I was like, man, this would be really cool to have. Yeah, they're very cool. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. we got that. And then um, air hockey is really good and competitive. And we right. have a lot of fun playing um, air hockey. Yeah, let's see. God, we played golf. Of course, I played a bunch of golf. I have gotten 13 under on golf i did it 30 minutes after i got off the the call with jason sean and them so i was oh, wow. three sheets to the wind playing the nine holes over and over again and 13 under is my best carded score it pisses me off because i got to 14 under only to double bogey the last hole so i was 14 under coming oh, in Oh man and and i haven't come close since it's like the more I play, the worse I get. It's like I feel like I'm not like there's a drunken levelness of where my golf is good and I need to drink more and play because <laughs> I have attempted to beat my score of 13 probably 25 times. And I think the closest I'm getting is like 11 now. 
Um, but I was seven under through three. And I think that's the goal. Like you really got to load up early and then hang on late because uh, Mm -hmm. I basically hold it in one, all of the par threes, get an Eagle on a par four, um, get a double Eagle, get a, you know, uh, on a, on a par five and then, you know, save on seven and nine because seven and nine are the holes that'll get you seven Mm -hmm. and nine are the holes that'll get you. And I do love the little game. It is a little too simple for my liking. But mm-hmm. what it is, I mean, it's a toy game, and that's what you expect. It's a mini game. Yeah. I love the way it looks. I love the way it sounds, and it is a lot of fun to play. Um, so, obviously, I don't think this is a big surprise to anybody. I've played more golf than anything else, and that's probably has more to do with the fact that I haven't yet to learn Mahjong because I'm still golfing <laughs> trying to beat Mahjong's my score. Mahjong's easy. It's good. You'll learn it very quickly. If I never got to 14, I wouldn't be obsessed with it. <laughs> but the fact that I got a better score than I currently have pisses me off. It's like I feel like the score that I have isn't valid. I'm like, Donnie, you're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Anything else? Um, I mean, that's it for Clubhouse. Was there anything else you wanted to say about Clubhouse? No. I mean, I'm really happy with the game that it is. I have zero regrets in having purchased this. It's hitting at a really good time. I do think uh, I'll get out of your guys' way because I don't have very much other to say, actually. Um, I think this is the game that's going to put Xenoblade on the shelf for me because the moment I got it, I started playing it. I did play to chapter nine on Xenoblade, so I went up another two chapters, Garrett. I think mm-hmm. we're on six, and I'm on nine now. Um, so, But once I got there, I just wanted to play more Clubhouse games, so I started doing that, and now I'm in that window where The Last of Us is happening soon. By the way, guys, you probably need to do the show next week or something. Like, I don't know. Is that like, what's going to happen? I can probably do it next week, but the week after. Right before, yeah. <laughs> the week after, you probably need to do the show. Um, I completely understand. So, like, now I don't really... I'm not going to finish Xenoblade before it comes out. So I already know that I'm not going to get back to it for a couple of weeks, if at all. Mm-hmm. So Clubhouse is like a perfect game. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to focus on this for a while, you know, play around, have some fun with the kids and everything before my, my game comes and I sit down and start playing in earnest. It's stereotypical to say, but it really is the perfect game to pick up and play a couple of the, the little mini games mm-hmm. when you have like a couple minutes to kill. Yeah, 100%. I've, I've heard a lot of people say this, Kevin included, that it's a great game for on the go. It's a great game for portable and it's a great game to showcase like the Switch mm-hmm. with the Joy-Cons and everything. Um, it would have been a huge hit. Not that that not that it's not now, but it would have been a total huge hit if it had launched. Yeah. Oh, with could the you system. imagine? Oh, yeah. It would have been huge. Instead of like 1-2 Switch, like if that was the game. Yep, 100%. It reminds me a lot of like Wii Party. I was telling Kevin last night, and like I get the Wii Party vibes off of it. Kind of all those, like if you ever played Wii Party, you had like a little baseball game, a little pinball games mm-hmm. you could play across the gamepad and things like that. Like that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting off of it. Definitely, I think because especially because they make it so easy for people who don't know much about video games to play it. Like using the touch screen, it, it makes way better use of that than, than most games. I think. We've got three switches, and we played across all three of them. We had family uh, blackjack. We did poker. Nice um, blackjack. So, yeah. Yep. Yep, having a blast. Yeah. They have really good tutorials too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. Um, I like that it's dialogue between two people. It's like kind of ones teaching the other how to yeah, do it. Kind of crafty, um, but it's not. It's not drawn out, but mm-hmm. it still, I think, covers how to play. Like it. It's yeah, it covers the content at least. Yeah, and then you can kind of go in a little bit more to the how to play if you want more in depth ex- explanation. Yeah, I still need to play. I, I only played like, as you can say, like twenty twenty five percent of these games. And- Did you yeah. play Mancala? Which mm-hmm. I'm straight Man- crushing my kids at Mancala. The one with the where you put them in the holes and you go around the board. That game is so oh, good. Oh no! What a simple game. That game is a great board game. Um, I played Mancala a bunch 
like in high school stuff. All right. Since I don't have a whole lot to say on the gaming side, let me, I'll I'll give everybody a story here. Um, I'm going to show you guys a little bit about my geekiness. In high school, I started a board gaming club. Oh, okay. Um, and it's not because I was super into board games, not like um, like Dungeons and Dragons or anything like that. We used to play cards for money in high okay. school. And it got so a gambling. little out of hand. <laughs> so illegal. So the school like disbanded all of card course. games. They were like, you're just not allowed to do this anymore if you guys can't do this responsibly. So I started a club so we could do it. And we used chips and we kept score, but the chips were bought out. So we bought in and we played with the chips. And then at the end of the year, we cashed out for everybody. And uh, we had a blackjack table and we had a poker like tournament that went going on. We had a roulette wheel that we played on. Um, We did bets and we actually played board games. We had like a risk game going and things like that. But I started a club. We had a float and everything like in the parade. It's like this super weird little thing that i did i've never done i was never in another club i wasn't very like social activist or anything like that i was just really into it i had a lot of fun and uh, i remember i knew the principal at the time so i was like hey so like, you're gonna I know- let it by <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> i was like look look i understand we can't do it you know at you know before school and, at, and on a cafeteria and stuff all right what if we have a teacher sign off to oversee it it's like legalizing it to so that they can regulate it. <laughs> kind of. That's kind of what happened. I was like this little teamster. Like I, I, I our chem teacher sponsored it. She was in the whole thing. She knew everything we were doing. Oh, that's good. And uh, yeah, it was all on the up and up. We had a treasurer who didn't play anything. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> and I've always you wanted got- to tell that story because of uh, a board of video games. You know, one of the podcasts we have on the network, I've never told that story to them before. I've always been waiting for the moment to bring it up and because uh, I'm not really like into board games too much. Like I kind of dabble in it, but I'm not into them. Right. But yeah, there was a, tier, a time in my life where I was all about it, man. And this this game brings a lot of those memories back. Mancala, sorry, Mancala was one of the games I used to play. This and, is where uh, your haggling's coming from, man. It's, it's <laughs> I persuasion, still her tongue going on. It's like, yeah, yeah I, I just created, you know, an illegal illegal gambling <laughs> club and the principal signed off on it. No big deal. <laughs> no big like, deal. Oh gosh. I've been trying to get, you know, some form of too. fundraiser in my college. It, it, it was with like uh, Super Smash Brothers tournaments or like, yeah. you know, blackjack or something like that. But no, they're tight knit on that. It's like, nope, that's gambling. You can't do that. And then uh, you see the fraternities across the street doing it. It's like, I do on. remember. And then I let you do that in high school. I do remember you had to sign off on it by the principal. And I do remember like crafty wording yes. the description of the club. Yeah, lawyer stuff. <laughs> it teaches negotiation skills. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, that's it for me. So back to you, Rebecca. What else you yeah, been doing? Yeah, I mean, I, I will make the rest short. It's pretty much all the same stuff. I'm still making progress in Golf Story. I feel like now that I actually know how to play, I am enjoying it a lot more. I'm up to the part where you team up with Coach um, against Lara and the other coach, and we win and have to buy them dinner. Max Power. Max Power. The guy's I'm name? Mega, maybe. Um, I'm I'm getting Mega Eagles now, which I didn't even know nice. where it was. So, like, I'm improving. Isn't I got that the guy's Mega name? Eagles. Jason, are you in the chat? It's Max Power, right? He uh, hits the ball like super hard. It's like... Whoosh. No, I don't think I got to that part yet. It was oh, okay. The, um, the, she teamed up with a coach who was in the training video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that the name? I don't know. I don't remember. But, but now I finally, like, it. I feel like the level that... The second level... 
or world or whatever finally teaches you all of those mechanics that you were trying mm-hmm. to teach to me. Um, so I got to like put it into practice a little bit more. Um, I got really good at the disc golf, so I hope nice. there's more disc golf parts. Yep. Um, other than that, more Animal Crossing. I don't think there is yesterday. actually. You do like there's a little not. section and that's it. Yeah. Oh, I finally mastered. I finally got good at that. It'd be interesting to see with Sports Story if there's more of that in there. There might be. There might be. And with Sports Story, I'm also interested in like, do you have, I know you're probably going to have to do everything. I get that. But like, can you choose what you're doing? Is it more open or is it standard still your RPG? You got to complete one before you can do the next one. So like if you like golf or disc golf more than tennis, can you go that route first and then come do the thing you don't want to do later? Or is it going to force you to go in the direction that you need to go? The story mode will probably force you, but I then the maybe, it, maybe you can have like a casual mood where you can pick which one you want to play. And if it has online time. multiplayer for some games. Yo. Ooh, that would be legit. I didn't even think about that. To Do be honest with you, I didn't yet? even think about that until now. <laughs> I should Do have thought of this like, already. Versus tennis. Um, like. Sports are included in it. I, I'm sure we do. I mean, in the trailer, there was a bunch. The only ones that pop off the head of me are golf and tennis, but there were others. I remember seeing them. Was there them. baseball? Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen the, the trailer since the direct. I've okay. just been, I'm so sold on it. I'm like, yeah. you know, there's no you need to know. research. It's like, I'm buying it yeah. anyway. That's um, true. But I didn't think about online multiplayer coming in the sequel. That would be great. If there was yeah. a handful of courses and stuff that we could play online and do tennis and things. That'd be fantastic. I could see that happening. Ooh, that'd be awesome. I know netcode is hard, but man, come on, sports story folks. Give it to me. Especially hey, with how yeah. a golf story did, I think they might they might go for something like that. Yeah, just like take turns on golf. I mean, that doesn't take much, right? <laughs> You'd hope <laughs> so, hope, but I hope so. All right. Uh so yeah, I've been playing more Xenoblade. You're past me, Donnie. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm on chapter eight. Um, Still, I thought, um, I thought the last time we talked, you were finishing. You said you're at the boss. No, no, no. I was at I was in the Machna Forest, and I beat the boss there, okay. which is the Telethia. Yep. And now I'm on Higher Intia. Okay. Okay, with the bird people. Yep. And I'm sure Rebecca's understanding everything that I'm talking about. Um but the the story is g- still good so far. Yeah. I'm still I'm still into it. Like, now it's like getting good though. It's getting really good. Yeah, it's getting good. Um, yeah. They're they're just slowly introducing more characters to the story, which I really enjoy. It's not like here's all your characters and then go with the story. It's more like here's one character here and there, and how they introduce them is pretty good. It's, I love how like, kind of zany or like otherworldly it, it slowly becomes. Yeah, you know, to the point where you're like, you know, you've got the arrows in the sky and people flying around like lizard people, and the, like waterfalls. You're the bridge. You just like. Yeah, I guess this is the game now. Like, it started off, it was very grounded, yeah, <laughs> running around fighting crabs, and now we're fighting, you know, like, flying lizard people and stuff like that. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just humans originally called right. the Homs, and now we have these Entia people that are just, like, literally bird people. Like, they're humans, but they have, like, freaking wings on their heads. Um, it's And it's, an, it's just an entirely different civilization living on, on this dead, bionis mega robot. Um, yeah, it's very outlandish. I'm still surprised how huge this world is. And I think um, I got to the point when I got to higher NT, I was like, this is a little too big. This Ooh. hub, 
this city, this in, I want to go to catch all the side quests, but I literally have to walk. Maybe it takes a good two, three minutes to go from one side to the other to catch. these. I side will admit quests. and concede. The reason why I passed you is because I've been basically mainlining it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I, gotcha. I'm doing a side quest here and there. Like as they're nearby on my HUD, I'll pop mm-hmm. over and do it, but I'm not going out of my way to do any of them. Gotcha. Um, I did get the gym crafting like in my menu. So I did the side quest line where I don't have to go back to the original village or whatever. I can just uh, pop it in the menu, which is very convenient. I wish they would have just done that in the beginning, but it's whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm still enjoying it. I think, um, you know, it really grabs me this one bug. And I think I don't see this in a lot of JRPGs, but like this it screams out the MMO part in this in this uh, JRPG, this uh, Xenoblade. It's the quests are repeatable. There are quests that like you do them. It's Monster Quest Part One, and then you finish it. And then like maybe after I don't know two or three hours or some level of quest, I don't know the threshold, but it pops up again. It'll be available I, again. Yeah, I want to do every single side quest. And that's what I do with like a lot of my. Uh, RPG work is making sure I'm doing everything together. Like same thing with Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft games. I want to check everything off the list. So it's kind of discouraging. It's like, because I was going back to the first village or whatever. I was like, why do I have more quests here? And I was like, oh, I just, oh man, I just, it's just monster quest part one. And I'm like, eh, okay. So I, I, I just can't do every single side quest. That's fine. Um, so I'll, I'll try to ease off on the side quests a little bit more. And just try to mainline it. So I got to the part. I don't want to spoil too much. But basically, um, the princess are, is doing the trials. She is in the. Um, she is trying to um, go through the trials to become the emperor or the queen of of the civilization. And you, as your group of Homs, are trying to help her out in a sneaky way. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. Um, but other than that, I haven't played much of Switch, to be honest with you. Um, I've been, um, I, I know, I, I just want to brag a little bit, but this controller, nice. I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been playing a little bit of, um, on PC, I've been playing a little bit of Fallout 76 with this guy. Um, I didn't even know, you don't have to put batteries in here to connect, you know, USB-powered controller. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. Pretty oh, okay. That's very nice. It's, it's much better with the weight. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. Okay, cool. Well, let's get into this week in Nintendo and let's talk right off the top about a huge summer sale that's going on on the eShop right now. Um, basically everything's on sale. Uh, most everything. Capcom, Mm -hmm. Ubisoft, Devolver, WB all have promotional sales right now across their entire library of games. A lot of indie things are on sale. Even Nintendo has huge sale going on right now. If you count if you consider 42 bucks to be a huge Jesus. sale on Mario Party or Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Hey, um, that's a good game. Okay. <laughs> it is a good game. Uh, it's also like six years old or something at this point. Um, I, I think uh, I did see, I think um, Captain Toad is like $27, which I mean, like, put Captain Toad on people's switches for 10 bucks or something. Like, come on, Nintendo. Yeah. Come on. Lower it a little, like have a little fun. Should not be forty two dollars. I would love for Nintendo to have like a very small window that they annually do where they actually sell games on a sale. Mm. You know, like one day a year, they're like a Mario Day, March tenth. 
All of our games are cut. You know, not all of them, but a selective of games are cut 75% or something. They could even make it like a Switch Online perk. Like, you yeah. get this special discount if yeah. you're yes. a Switch Online subscriber. Percentage off or, that would yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. That would be great. Um, so, I'm not exactly happy with... Because most of their games are 42 bucks. Donkey yeah. Kong and Mario and things like that. But there are a lot of other games that are on sale. So, Steven wants to know, what are the must-buy summer sale games? Any hidden gems you recommend? So... Let me tell you about the games that I've already purchased as well as the games that I wrote down that I would wholly recommend at their current price. I have just bought Superbit Blaster XL. And I bought it because it was like it was like 9 cents or something like that. <laughs> it was insane. It was like a nickel. Um it's an arcadey like kind of uh twin stick shooter but it's not twin stick. It's one stick and it like kind of auto shoots. To be honest with you, I played it for about 30 minutes. Wasn't my like didn't have the feel that I'm looking for in the kind of an arcade game, but it's only 30 minutes, right? So I'm not I'm not sure. I just I wasn't sold on it first firsthand. I also mm-hmm. bought the Castlevania collection, which I was reading to Garrett before we started. Um, it's half off. I believe I paid $9.99 for it. And if I could go back to it real quick, I'll read off the games that are available to, to Onyx. So um, I'm really, really enjoying that one. And then I also bought Mark of the Ninja Remastered, which is a game that when it came out, I was talking to Jason, I wanted to get it. I think it was $20, $19.99. And this wasn't sold on it to, to get it at that price. It's on sale right now for $4.99. Five mm-hmm. bucks. So you're looking at a total here. I've spent like $15 and I've got three games I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, so as Castlevania loads up, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Here we go. I have Castlevania from NES. Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest from the NES. Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse from the NES. Super Castlevania 4. From uh, from the Super Nintendo, uh, Castlevania: The Adventure from Game Boy, Castlevania 2: Belmont's Revenge from Game Boy, Castlevania: Bloodlines from Genesis, Kid Dracula, first time ever released in English, like it was only released in Japan. And then there's also a bonus Castlevania collection book that you can read on here. So I got that for ten bucks. That's a lot of Castlevania. That's a lot of Castlevania. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that one, and uh, you know, Castlevania is a game that I typically play around Halloween. I'll boot one up. Cool. Last year I played uh, the 361, uh, whatever one of the 3D ones are. So, um, and typically I think now that's kind of where I go to when I want to play Castlevania. But every now and again I'll boot up Super Castlevania 4, which was my favorite. I remember I played it all the way through when the Super uh, Nintendo Classic came out. So um, I've I've got it there too, and probably have on 3DS or somewhere else. That's that one's a favorite of mine. That when I think Castlevania, that's where I go to. It's probably probably my mm-hmm. first one that I ever played. So um, I like that one quite a bit. Now I wrote down some games. That I will wholly recommend. Now, a lot of these games I already owned, and that's why I recommend them. Okay. Uh, Travis Strikes Again and Ori are both, I think, 15 bucks, like, or less than 15 bucks, like $14.99. Travis Strikes mm-hmm. Again has been cheaper. I've seen Castlevania, or I mean, or Castlevania. I've seen Travis Strikes Again around, like, I think $11, but I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, Overwatch is 20 bucks. And wow. Overwatch is one of my, I think, one of the better ports. That I've seen come oh, across really? uh, on the Switch. I really enjoyed it. I have it. I bought it day one, um, the day it released. I played it quite a bit. I think I put you know, 10 or 15 hours in Overwatch. Multiplayer nice. online shooter is not really my thing, right? Mm-hmm. But still, um, I thought the port was really, really good, and I think it's a, a really fun game to play, especially for a shooter. Oh. Uh, Golf Story is available for 750 Child of Light you can pick up for 5 bucks. Call oh, of get that game. Yeah, that was on my list too. Call get of Juarez you can pick up for $14. This is a really, really good port from 360 era. 
Nice. Um, the Hotline Miami collection is nine dollars. That's good. Katana Zero is ten bucks. Pedro is twelve dollars. And I put this one on here, and I and I know this is probably not like a super great deal. Probably people look at this and they roll their eyes. Skyrim is available for thirty dollars. It's twenty nine ninety nine. Skyrim on Switch, the physical cart holds value fairly well. I think GameStop still sells the physical cart for fifty four dollars used. That's really good. So wow. if you haven't got it yet, um, I believe in the port. I think Skyrim on Switch is real good, both in portable and docked. It's a yep. perfect way to play the game. Um, so if you're looking for something a little more pricey, a little bigger, big open world adventure, I would recommend Skyrim for 30 bucks. Nice. What about you guys? Uh, so, yeah, I have a list as well. Some that I'm, I'm tempted with and some that, like, yeah, go ahead and buy it. Um, Diablo 3 for 20 bucks. Um, I've been eyeing on that for a while now. Um, I might get it. We'll see. Uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch remastered, twenty bucks. Um, it is a fantastic port. Uh, I wholly recommend it. I haven't finished the game yet. I'm about maybe twenty-five-ish hours into that one, um, but it's it's such a fantastic game. So I, I yeah, I recommend that. Slay the Spire, still a little bit more expensive to my taste. It's seventeen dollars. I've seen it cheaper on Steam or PC. So if you um, or maybe just wait a little bit on Switch. That one keeps really getting recommended to me, but I've never played it. Oh, it's so good. It's a, I mean, it's a roguelike deck building game. Which is why it's, I haven't it, played it. Yeah, It's an easy pickup, <laughs> I think, too. I know. Once I know. you say rogue, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> hey, I don't like roguelike games either. Um, at all. Like, Dead Cells, like, I'm okay with because it's a good gameplay. This one, like, I don't. Like, whenever I lose, it's like, great. I had a great run. It was like maybe at least 30 to 45 minutes. I bought and returned Dead Cells in two days. <laughs> okay. So you may not like this. Then. Okay. That's for people who do. I got it. Everybody was like, it's 9 out of 10. It's it's so good. Philip Mewson. I was like, all right, I'm going to go check this out. And I got it and I played it for about three hours. I was like, ah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. I'm good now. Uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead. The three season, first three seasons are $4 each. Oh, definitely play those games if you haven't. Have you, Rebecca? I tried forever to get Caroline to play. Buy the first one. Just buy the first one. It's been $4. I think a lot of it is spoiled for me, but I still want to play it. The first one is so good. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it on Switch. (laughs) (laughs) I already have it, and I've got like the whole collection and everything. I'm going to buy it on Switch, too. Yeah, I got the complete collection. I think I might as well if it's on sale, right? Yeah. So good. One of my favorite games ever. Yeah, the first three seasons, $4. Last season is $10 if you want to get all together. Um, Dragon's Dogma, it is a good port and it's a really good, I, I've heard it's a really good RPG, so I want to shout at that out, it's 15 bucks. Um, I've been tempted with this game, Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Um, mm. It's still a little too rich for my taste, it's $30. Um, I'm not a huge Digimon fan, but it does bring in some Pokemon mechanics, but it's it's a lot different as well, so I'm, I'm still looking at it, maybe a little bit cheaper though. Uh, Banner Saga 1, $5. And then get the trilogy together. That's twenty five, so that's pretty good. Um, Pillars of Eternity, as you can tell, it's a lot of RPGs. Pillars of Eternity is thirty bucks. That's a little too rich, but I'm I'm paying attention to that. Um, Steam World Quest is twelve fifty. The Steam World games are all on sale. I think the Steam World Dig One is like three bucks or four bucks or something. Oh, I mean, they're uh, like Transistor and Bastion. These games are always on sale. I feel like, and they're yeah. great games. If you don't own any of these by now. You know, get them. Yeah, like, Steam like, World, yeah. Shovel Knight, Hollow Knight, all of those games. Bastion, exactly. Transistor—they're all great. You should. Everybody yeah. should have them. Yeah, I think Steam World Quest—that's the lowest price I've seen 
twelve fifty, so that's pretty good. Uh, Disgaea Five. I played only a few hours of it, but I really like it. And there's like over two hundred hours of gameplay. It's a good tactics game. It's twenty bucks. And then a shout out to 3DS Shin Megami Tensei. A lot of the games are on sale, but Four Apocalypse is like their latest one, and it's really good. It's it's not as hard as the regular Four, so that's for fifteen bucks. That's not bad. And and that's uh, that's my list so far. You guys actually came up with different ones than I did besides the one. I only came up with five that I want to suggest. Child of Light was um, the the one um, that Donnie said. Really, really interesting storytelling and beautiful art. Um, Rayman Legends, if you have never played Rayman Legends, it's mm-hmm. such a good platformer. It's only $10. Um, Gree is on sale for $8. That one was cheap to begin with, but if you know, just beautiful game if you haven't played it. Yoku's Island Express is $6. Um, it's a really interesting take on like, it's technically, I think a Metroidvania, but it has like pinball mechanics in the most interesting way Mm. ever. Um, that one's really cute. Okay. I lied six. Um, (laughs) Jackbox party pack games are 50% off. Um, really good for non-gamers. You play with your phone as a controller, um, perfect party game. And then To the Moon also is usually cheap, but it's on sale for $8. If you want to cry like a baby. It's the best game ever. Nice. That's what I would recommend. You had me checking out um, all of the Telltale games are on sale. So that includes Batman as well. And um, those games are great as well. I might double tip on those too. Nice. Very cool. Um, Also this week, CrossCode finally got a a release date on Switch and consoles. It's releasing July 9th. You don't have to wait that long. Um, I was following this one quite a bit. It was in my little indie things to look for and then before the Nintendo Direct was finally announced. Um, I've been knowing this was coming for a while. And the reason being is uh, listen to the uh, the Kotaku podcast and all the folks over there really love this game when it released on PC almost, I think, two years ago now at this point. It has really, really great reviews. Uh, RPG big time thing for, for a lot of folks. So I'm not necessarily sure if it's a game for me, but it's really, really you know, super highly recommended and that alone will make me buy it and check it out. So cross code is on the way. Um, it's described as a retro inspired 2d action RPG, um, with a 16 style, you know, 16 bit SNES style. So it's Zelda esque. If you guys have seen it like Zelda, um, Chrono Trigger, things like that, like all of that's kind nice. of in there. So a lot of people keep an eye out on that one. Um, the Coma 2 Vicious Sisters is out on Switch June 19th. It's a terrible day for me. That's the day that The Last of Us comes out. Um, <laughs> but uh, for a long time, Shaq listeners, you know that I really, really enjoyed The Coma, the first one when it released on Switch, and I streamed it. I did reach out to Defresso Games and ask them if I could get a review copy just so I could play it before The Last of Us comes out. I think I even told them the email, like, I'll buy a copy and give it to somebody else. <laughs> I just need it now instead of next week so I can play it faster. I've been following this game quite a bit on Steam, but of course I wanted to play it on Switch. I'd prefer to play it on Switch, so I've been waiting um, I'm not sure how many folks are into the spooky games here on my panel, but um, the coma I've never heard of this game. The coma is like mechanically, it's quite a bit like Clock Tower, which if you've heard me on our like our we have an annual horror show around Halloween that we do and talk about spooky games and movies. Clock Tower is such uh, important game for me i found so much love and scary spooky games when i played clock tower back in the 90s and it's a franchise that i've always wanted to return in earnest i would love to buy the rights to it or, or somebody to buy the rights to it and like make a new one um and this game is very like mechanically it's very similar you are um 
you're combing through it's an adventure game you're combing through or at least the first one you comb through a school you're a student right you wake up and like the teacher has transformed into like this mutant murderous teacher it's very funny it has like or i think it's funny i have a, a, a sick sense of humor but like it's it's cartoony like this is an anime cartoony kind of style it's very over the top teachers like big teeth big claws you know it's not like realistic um and uh, i really really enjoyed it and you you know you go around you find the you know the wrench to unlock the pipe to unlock the door to get to the thing and the whole time you're doing it you're kind of being you know haunted by this teacher and so you've got to hide and things so you know they can't because you can't fight it you'll die so it's just kind of like that and uh you know you make your way around and i'm very looking i'm looking forward to this one has really good reviews on steam so if you're out there if you like spooky games you get another one coming out next week ruiner comes out on switch june 18th ruiner is a lot like travis strikes again and i really should say that the other way around because ruiner came out before travis strikes again um but i played travis strikes again first and the ruiner came to game pass i played ruiner on xbox and i thought to myself man did suda 51 kind of rip this game off they're very similar <laughs> and I, I mean i say that with all respect i'm not like accusing them of doing it i don't know if he's ever played it. they're not very similar that. actually and like the whole aspect the angle the combat very similar ruiner is probably a better game has mm. more to do more combat more enemies whereas travis strikes again is just travis touchdown and the no more heroes universe so you know i really liked ruiner a lot on game pass and i remember telling other folks in our xbox show and telling other folks in our discord like hey don't sleep on this game. Go give it a try. Mm-hmm. And I think a few people told me they really enjoyed it too. And then they liked it. So uh, if you guys have never heard about it, definitely Google Ruiner and check out the trailer. Um, I, yeah. I good. checked out the trailer. It looks so good. And it's like the cyberpunk setting, yeah. which I enjoy. And the music got me going. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's, that's hack and slash. And it, it reminds me of Fury. Um, I don't know if you one. heard of Yeah, hack, I know that yeah, one. Like, yeah. I, I think of that with guns because mm-hmm. it's a lot of shooting as well. So yeah, I, I would be down to play it. I'd be down to try it. Out. I think switch switch players that have never heard of this game, especially if you like your switch only player, you, you know, you don't have access to this on the console. Mm-hmm. Give this one a look because it's, it's probably, I mean, it's a quality game. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a quality game. Yeah. It's worth your time. Um, cause if you never heard about it, you, you may not realize just how good it is. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of great reviews too. It includes all the DLC by the way, which mm-hmm. is awesome. You get a little added benefit. And then uh, the last thing that I had on the news front was um, Ubisoft's Old Shooter 13, which was announced. Like, we, we, we got that announcement last year, right, that was being remastered and, and brought to consoles and Switch. Um, finally got a date. It's dated November 10th, so we got to wait a while. Um, I really like 13. I don't have, like, the most incredible memories with it, but I do remember playing it. It has that cel-shaded look. Um, for those of you who've never played it, look it up. It's got uh, X... 111 Roman numeral 13. Um, mm-hmm. Look it up. It definitely has that style that should translate to Switch well. So it's like um, kind of like a Borderlands ish styled shooter that I would nice. imagine makes its way to Switch well. And uh, if it does, I'm, I'm planning on buying it on the Switch because Switch needs more shooters. And this is a pretty, and this should be, I'm hoping, you can hear my voice, I'm hoping it's good. <laughs> I can't imagine that it's not, but who knows? I don't know. I'm not a game developer, but I'm hoping it's 720p60 or something like that. I'm hoping that it's, you know, it's a really decent quality port because it's mm-hmm. it's an older game. But it was pretty fun. If you liked, you know, I don't know, um, like some of those early last gen 
you know, GameCube, PS2, PS3 type shooters, you know what it, you know, like if you remember those types of things, like the early resistance and things like that, you, you know what you're in for. It's going to be like that. It's not, not a groundbreaking shooter. It's not like modern Call of Duty or anything like that, but it's fun romp and um, I'm expected. You know, there was a game. Oh, what was that game? I'd have to dive through. I'd have to dive. There was a game that came out that reminded me a lot of 13 that's on the switch that I played on switch. And it's like a, it's a loop game where you're constantly going around. I just, I don't remember the name of it anymore. Um, and I have to dive through my library to go find it. Maybe Jason can let me know in the chat, but very similar style and all that. And it was, it was pretty fun too. So, um, another one out there to put on your calendars and pay attention to. And yeah, uh, the past, you know, the four games that you just mentioned, I only heard of cross code and only because cross code is on games Pass for PC. So, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'll be interested to look at a cross code in Ruiner for sure. Cool. That's all I had for this week in Nintendo. So if you don't have anything else for us, Rebecca, do you uh, hit me with some questions? Sure. Brendan wants to know year three of the Switch. What are your favorite accessories? The Pokeball. Does that really? count? Really? Yeah, that counts. I So I used the mess out of the Pokeball. That Pokeball gave me a second life on Pokemon go that lasted for three months or so. And I played Pokemon. Let's go with it. That's fair. And I think it looks cool. It does look cool. So, I mean, I, it was a joke on Shaq for a while. I was carrying it work. Like had it in my pocket, had business meetings and stuff. I clicked the little thing. You know, I, I drove with it. Like I had one hand on the wheel and one and when it vibrate, oh I clicked a little God. button. More That's of a Pokemon funny. fan than me right now. Wow. Oh my and I mean, I stopped. I stopped playing Pokemon Go. I always have. I've never been that person. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, for a while, it got the Pokemon Go. So, so all right, there's a better way of thinking. Like it, immediately, I was going to say like collector's edition docks or controllers and things like that. But are those accessories? Like, do you count um, those? Docs, I'm not sure because it is part of the console the system purchase. I, yeah. I mean, if, so are controllers. I would count it. My answer was going to be my pro controller pro because controller. I don't really have any other accessories that I really That is use. technically an accessory. It's an extra item you buy. It's something that's or, not needed that you can use. Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't really have an answer to that. Joy-Cons? Like, I have Joy-Cons, a lot of Joy-Cons. I, yeah. 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 Sure. But it, it comes with your Switch. Which is why I went to the Pokeball. Yeah, you went to the Pokeball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, here's mine. It's the satisfied grip. That thing is so good on, on handheld. If That's you guys a very good have, one. If you guys have not checked it out, please check out the satisfied grip. What, what Donnie is holding up right now on video. Um, that's the Switch Lite one. Uh, it's so good. Um, I know everyone and Pete. Yeah, yeah. Some good, some good showcasing. Um, that does look nice. <laughs> other than that, not much. I, you know, actually, Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, when I met with uh, met up with him, he gave me he gave me a lot of extra items. I just think he wanted to just like throw away. He gave <laughs> me this um, extra dock that's like. Um, it's not an actual dock, but you put your dock on it. It's like a stand. And oh, has yeah, like with a the light-up shield. I've got yeah, those. Yeah, it's a, a light-up Pikachu one. Yep. So I, I think that's it, it was pretty cool. I don't like how many like, wires and everything it had to do. It just kind of yeah. looks ugly on the back end. So uh. It's kind of a pain. I mean, there are cool accessories. Like you've got the Bluetooth accessory that you can, like the Ginky thing yes. you can plug in. I don't have one, but that's a really good one. The little travel dock that they came out with, those are cool. Yes, I, I heard that's pretty good. I would want uh, one of those maybe on the cheap. 
but I still mm-hmm. haven't got one. I don't plug my dock in anything but mm-hmm. at home anyway, so I don't know. Initially, when I was I had my regular switch on trips, I had my satisfied grip and then the case too. And that case is a mammoth, but it works because I put a battery in there and I could just play handheld. Probably. You, Basically, like, you know, you know what I should say? My illegal what? amiibo. Yeah. Those well, are accessories, a, and I've paid a lot of money amiibo? for them. My illegal yeah. amiibo. Define I have, illegal. I have illegal, illegal yeah, amiibo. What do you mean, <laughs> illegal amiibo? Have we never talked did about my amiibo? Did they take so. the chips off or something? Oh, my. Or did they make right. the chips? You guys carry the show. I'll be back. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Oh, no. That sounds like. <laughs> okay. He's going to grab his illegal. <laughs> What is Donnie? Like, I what think is his maybe life? he's talking about the ones that um. No, no, you he, buy like the cards. Yeah, you. I, I think it's little chips that you could just put on the switch or a switch dog, and and they recognize it as an, a random amiibo. I think it's like there like it sixty of. Yep. Oh goodness. <laughs> because pulling. I know they sell like the knockoff Animal Crossing amiibo cards. Hmm. Um. I don't. Know and do they, they work though? They yeah, they work. Okay, good for them. What was that? We're trying to figure out what you're talking about. Okay, so um, PSVG's highest rated YouTube content was a video that I shot a few years ago when people started counterfeiting Amiibo. And I bought some, and I did a video review on them, and I liked them so much that I doubled down and reinvested in them. The ones that are on that video were like this paper stuff. They weren't even that great. Um, so I have two sets that I'll show you real quick and I won't spend too much time on it, but for those that are um, listening to the podcast version, you may want to click over to YouTube or Twitch to see this because I'm going to pull them up to the camera. So these are my Amiibo. They are PBC okay. credit cards. Oh my gosh. And I have this many of them. So are they similar to the the Animal Crossing ones that people make? They're kind of like the knockoff, but they work. Oh, yeah. yeah, they all work. Okay, yeah, that's They're just like credit cards. They have matching backs. They look like very children's important. cards. Like if you want to look in, like they are very plastic. You know, they're not very paper. Thick, yeah. And then <laughs> this is the part you're going to go. Oh my god. Um, these are my other amiibo. I bought amiibo they're coins. Chips. Yeah. Yeah, they're poker chips. And I fell in love with, I got one of these from Etsy. I found a person, I bought one just because I saw them. Uh, Caroline and I are actually looking at them. And I saw one of these and I was like, you know what? That's great because uh, with my cards, my cards don't quite fit on the pro controller. You got to like slide it sideways across the sticks and everything. Mm. And I was like, it'd be great if it was smaller. And then somebody tipped me off to these and I have Amiibo. And it's like, that's Oh, cloud. they're cute. They actually look nice though too. Like it's not just. Oh, exactly. Yeah. No, this is professionally done. Um, wow. So I have, and the reason I'm really excited about them is I have a full set of Amiibo. The deal that I struck with the guy is every time they release new ones, he cuts me a couple more. I paid extra for oh, that. Wow. And because wow. um, that was the whole point. I wanted one matching set of Amiibo. I didn't want, right. you know, weird odds and ends. That's what kind of what happened with the cards is I got a set here, a set there. And then I started looking, I didn't mm-hmm. like that they were all together. So yeah, I just... I just got these little amiibos and then these are what me and my kids use when we're playing, you know, Breath of the Wild or, or Card or something and we need to unlock our amiibo stuff. I'm a little upset that amiibos basically like died because <laughs> yeah. I always thought it was a really good program. And it's not to say that I don't collect amiibo anymore. If you guys look behind me, you like on my desk and stuff, I definitely have amiibo. I just only get the statues of the amiibo that I actually want to put on display. Mm-hmm. These are more functional in use. So um, mm-hmm. the ki- the cards are basically for the kids. 
Um, the kids can come take these cards whenever they want. They can throw them in their backpack and take it forever. And then the coins are more like when I'm using them or something, they stay at home and they're not on travel. But these are a lot easier to throw, you know, in a Pokemon deck box and take with you on the go than actually trying to carry your amiibo yeah, and put them in the back amiibo. or something. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It is actually pretty useful. Yeah. So you convinced me. Those are my accessories. I mean, I, I was going to say before, before I thought of amiibo, I was going to say the Astro headsets with the Zelda mm-hmm. headsets. I bought two of them because I got one for like almost free on a price error. So I have two of them and I let my kids use them. I don't even use them anymore because I got the other ones that Dev got me to buy. But um, that's the prettiest set of headphones I've ever seen. They are absolutely gorgeous, those Zelda headphones. And yeah. uh, they're a must-have for any like Zelda fanatic. And they do sound great. And I, I still use them from time to time. Usually if I'm plugging into like a portable device or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I have one of those too. It's really good. Yeah. When it comes Very to accessories, good. that's what I got. Excellent. Cool. Um, what's our next question? Bmox wants to know if you are stuck at a deserted island, you can take one game from each of the systems. What will you bring? Okay, this is an interesting question. I thought about this one. I wrote right, the I systems see. down. Dang it. I wrote a couple games, three, but I'm not even sure on my three, so let's do this together. Um, NES? Well, I, I challenged myself to not pick any Zelda games because Ooh. otherwise it would just be a full Zelda list, so mine <laughs> includes no Zelda just to make it more fun. Okay. NES? Tech Mobile. Ooh, good one. I, I, I'm being honest with you. NES games are not my forte, so I'm going to have to pass on that. Tech Mar- Mobile is the only NES game I like. I went with, <laughs> I went with Mario 3. Mario 3. I'll, okay. I'll choose one of the Mario games. Still my favorite. Be good. I mean, I, st- I think it's the best Mario game. Okay, so, I'll go with Mario 3 then. <laughs> Mario 3. Super Nintendo? This was the only one where I was stuck between two. I'm stuck between two, but one of them is a Zelda game. <laughs> My two are Yoshi's Island and Chrono Trigger. Yoshi's Island's good, too. Anything about that one? Mm-hmm. I haven't given this as much thought as I, I wished I could have. I put Super Mario World in Link to the Past. I, uh, it has to be Link to the Past for me. That would be my answer if I didn't mm-hmm. do Zelda. Okay, so I'll go Super Mario World. N64? Pokemon Snap. Oof. Good one. I'm going to have to go Pokemon Puzzle League. Oh, that's good too. I'm going to go with WCW NWO Revenge. GameCube? I would pick Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life. Wow. Super Smash Brothers Melee. Good one. Very good one. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Rogue, Star Wars. Rogue Squadron. Mm. Rogue Squadron. Nice. We. Okay, don't laugh. I would pick WarioWare Smooth Moves. That's a great one. Ironically, yeah. I great, love that game. <laughs> that one's great. I'm not going to laugh at you at all. That's, that one's fantastic. Okay, good. You guys are going to laugh at my pick. Um, I'm going to have to choose Mario Kart Wii. Okay. That was that was almost my pick for that one. I was going to take Galaxy, but mm. I'm going to go Wii Sports. Oh, okay. nice. The reason yeah. that I'm going to go Wii Sports is if you guys have ever uh, saw me on Twitter over the years, I still play Wii Sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, I've played Wii Sports for a decade. I've played Galaxy twice. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to go with Wii Sports. Wii U? I was almost between two for this one, but I picked Mario Kart 8. It's a very good one. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm surprised I you didn't have... go Splatoon. 
I was that was on- that was what I almost picked. <laughs> I was in big on Wii U. I'll have to go with Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, though. I held off on picking more Zelda titles so I could pick Wind Waker HD, and then I'll go ahead and hop over to Switch and go Breath of the Wild. Mm. I picked Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm gonna. I, 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 this is a deserted island, so I, I could just play forever and ever. I'm gonna have to say Slay the Spire because I think I could play that forever. Well, maybe I, I wouldn't want to play New Horizons, a game about being on a deserted island. So maybe I'll change my answer to Splatoon Two. Nice. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna throw in 3ds. Oh, oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, hold on. What do I have? Pokemon X. There we go. Um. I'm going to have to go with, uh, well, I might finish it, but I'll go for it. Picross 3D. Mm. I, I wrote down Awakening. And then as we were talking, I jotted down a game I didn't think about. Mario Golf. Mm. Mm. And I, I absolutely love Mario Golf on 3DS. So I'm going to go Mario Golf World Tour. And then I'm going to throw in just one more Game Boy, but it could be anything. GBA, DS, like whatever you want to call it. Just another I wanted to give portable some love. I don't, I'm, I know I'm mm-hmm. console centric, so I want to put some portable love in here. So I'll just Pokemon red or yellow or just gold. One of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll use my one Zelda title to say Minish Cap. <laughs> nice. Um, I played this for a while on my DS. I don't think much people have, but it's age of empires for oh. the DS. Um, oh, I didn't know that was on DS. Yeah. It was very similar to advanced wars, uh, but much more, uh, Age of Empires. It's like Civ a little bit. Nice. So I would go with that. Okay. Next question. Oh, gosh. Um, Soundscape wants to know, heard this on NBC, but wanted to know, Shaq's take, is Nintendo in their prime right now when it comes to game development? Good question. Hmm. That, that is a really good question. question. Here's the thing. It's hard to say... Hmm... It's hard to say that they're not, but it's it's really yeah. because their prime, like so many games that they've made right now are the best in franchise, either critically or sales wise, like they're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's a tale of like two generations because we're really piggybacking off the Wii U still, right? Cart, Smash, but then Breath of the Wild. And then you could say Odyssey. I mean, Odyssey has really kind of reinvigorated a lot of Mario fans. Mm-hmm. Um and then Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, it's been, I mean, like this kind of last five, eight year period has been really, really good. Um, I think a lot of older folks or a lot of folks that are fans of the older stuff. I mean, I think there's a lot to be said that, you know, some of those earlier experiences on Super Nintendo are like the seminal tentpole standouts for those games. Super I was going to say, they, it's Mario, almost like they have Zelda. two primes. Kind of. In the 90s, and then it's almost like now... It's they have like, like a 2D kind of- prime and like a 3D prime, or like an, <laughs> H, like an HD prime and an SD prime. Like, like, I would say that's <laughs> accurate, to be honest. Yeah. It's in and, and again because it's it depends if you if you're if you are segregating like based on console, then it becomes a little harder to make a case. But if you just pick a period of years, any period of years, in the last let's say five to seven years, Nintendo hard to beat, especially if you include mm-hmm. some Wii U stuff, some 3DS stuff, and some Switch stuff. That's that's a tough one to beat. Mm-hmm. I think for sure. But that's a really good question. And it's, and it's weird because like right now, 
Like we've had this entire year and we haven't had a whole lot of first party stuff. So right now I kind of, when he first asked the question, I almost got the sense. I was like, I was wondering if he's maybe like projecting, like, where's all the first party stuff. Right. <laughs> Cause I see that a lot, you know, even Kevin today with yeah. PlayStation five, Kevin's like, where's Nintendo? You know, like there's people out there and it's like animal crossing. That's where they are. They're and you Animal can't, Crossing. like, it, this whole cycle with the Switch, you can't ignore what's come out on the Switch already, so, which has been amazing stuff. Yeah. Best Mario Kart, best Smash, best Zelda. Definitely one of the best Zeldas, best 3D Zelda. One of the best Marios, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm, not mine, but sure. <laughs> I think Super Mario Odyssey is very good. Don't get me wrong. It's a great game. Nothing wrong with it. Best Mario game? That's where the... Yeah. My issue with it always lied. It was like, best Mario game? There have it's been a so lot of really great Mario games. Zelda and not. Mario share something kind of unique that I think a bad game in their series is still a really great game. Oh, of course. Yeah. Games. And it's like, like I feel like two of the really only game series that like you can really say that for. There's not too many series that you can really say that for. Yep. Yeah, my issue with Odyssey when everybody was giving 10 out of 10s was that was my issue. It was like, okay, so it's, is it the best Mario game of all time? A lot of people may say it is, and that's fine. But when you say that, uh, when you give it such high praise and such high scores, that's immediately where I go. I was like, okay, well, is it better than the other ones? And I had a lot of people who were like, well, it's not Mario World. It's not 64. And it's like, well, then what is it? Like, like it's yeah. the greatest yeah. Mario game of all time, but they're all amazing. Every Mario <laughs> game, they're all perfect. Um, I, again, I don't want to come off. I came off as a hater of Odyssey when it came out, and I don't want to be that. I very much like Mario Odyssey. Um, if I had to pick other Mario games to play, I would. I would. I'd pick 3D World to play over Odyssey, personally. And I think of, uh, <laughs> you got an announcement over there. <laughs> My Google Wi-Fi just started going off for no reason. Gotcha. Um, I think for like, you know, other than the Ted Pole, you know, Nintendo franchises, I think of Mario Party. I think of Super Smash Brothers. I think Super Smash Brothers on that end, it's been the best it's ever been, yeah. I think, um, by like a long shot. I think uh, they had like kind of repair themselves from like Super Smash Brothers Brawl, which was not, in my opinion, not that good. I know other people say differently, but on a competitive level, it was not good at all. And then growing from there, the Wii U and 3DS kind of replement that. And then on to the Switch is like, this is the definitive version. Here's all the characters from the previous franchises. I think they're in their prime right now. I don't know if they can get like... I'm trying to think of a new Super Smash Brothers. I'm like, I'm not sure if they can do that yeah. until they, have they to do something compl- different. They have to do something completely different. Either like, you know, um, they either keep the a- game as it is and they yeah. do like better online or a new mode or something, mm-hmm. or they literally do something completely different. I'm thinking like Tekken like, or Injustice or something different, like different. Y- yeah. Different yeah. looked at like it's no longer Smash at that point. Exactly. So I think you just bring back Smash Ultimate and you throw a new mode or I think honestly better Wi-Fi multiplayer would go a long that's way the number for one goal. Yeah, that's the only thing that they could really do if they came out with that and maybe like some built in tournaments and things like that that you could do, mm-hmm. you know, to, to make it more of like an esports title. They could do that and that would make yeah. it better. But outside of quality of life improvements and like a mode. It's going to be tough to beat. <laughs> yeah. Smash, you know, <laughs> it's Smash Ultimate is, I mean, the reason it's Ultimate. Really Ultimate, yeah. yeah. it's Ultimate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Super Mario Party, I don't know if you guys have played the recent ones, but I think, like, back in the N64 days, it was a lot better. At least for me. I think as a kid, you liked Super Mario Party. It was more, more. novel. 
early on yeah. and now that we're on like mario party 15 or whatever it's like we get it yeah you know mm-hmm. or it's like the first two were like awesome you remember but the first two we didn't have like party games like there at least i didn't That's true. maybe That's you true. guys did i didn't have party games and the n64 was so built on you know four controller ports and all that you yeah. know so like i think mario party kind of hit something that uh was was novel and new whereas now yeah. it's we've all grown accustomed to it right right I'm I'm just wondering, you know, we only've had one new franchise in, in or IP in this this uh, system, and that's Arms, right? I'm First just major one, major yeah. one, yeah. Um, I'm I'm just trying to think, would would they well, ever they Ring just Fit? Try... Well, Ring Fit Adventure, sure. Mm-hmm. Labo, uh, la- okay. I mean, if we so start pulling they... them apart, I can give you a couple. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of experimental ones, right? But that's just that's to... how Nintendo typically introduces new IP. Mm. They're all experimental until one hits. And then they turn mm-hmm. it into something. I gotcha. Wii Sports was experimental until it hit. Same thing for Wii Party until it hit. And they keep doing that. Um, I think, I think. I mean, Nintendo, I think Nintendo is very conservative when it comes to franchise building. Because yes, a lot of times definitely. they'll might experiment with something and then they'll take that experiment and they'll turn it into a Kirby game. Or they'll add a piece of it to a Mario game and things like that because they know that their IP sell. So I think a lot of times they test with these little, you know, lesser known or unknown IP is just the test mechanics that they'll then introduce with other games later. Mm. I haven't played a Kirby game in so long, too. I don't know how the recent games. I heard the 3DS ones were pretty Kirby good. Kirby Planet Robobot is. Yeah, it's a Robobot one. Oh, I okay, love that game. Cool. That was really check good. That one out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, it's, a, it's a pretty good to be a Nintendo friend right now. Oh, yeah. I would say so for sure. Definitely. Without a doubt. Next. How are we on time? We good. We good to keep going. We're yeah. We're fifty minutes. Normally, like since you guys joined the show, Nintendo mm-hmm. Shack is a ninety minute show. Nice. <laughs> so Not like, if off. if that's the number that we're going at, then yeah, we've got time for another one or two. Yeah. Unless you guys gotta go. No, I don't. I don't have anywhere to be. Kaiju wants to know. Nintendo's got the games, but the underpoweredness of the Switch has stood out more and more over the past three years. Now that Microsoft and Nintendo are practically dating, would it be too wild to believe that Nintendo might turn to them for assistance with the next console they make? All the gimmicks of the usual Nintendo stuff, but optimized to run bigger and better games. Two things. I love the word underpoweredness. <laughs> That's first, a good word. First word. <laughs> Um, second thing, it would be wild and crazy. Kaiju, and it's yes. not going to happen. Nintendo's not going to yeah. let that happen. What Nintendo could do, though, in this vein, if you guys allow me to get back on my soapbox, is they Absolutely. could adopt xCloud. And that would do yes. what you're asking them to do, and that would not be wild. Now, Xbox would probably have to make some concessions they probably don't want to do. But would it be worth it to bring on a client like Nintendo? Probably. Mm-hmm. The thing that I've been saying the whole time about xCloud is they could sell xCloud to Nintendo. They could let Nintendo license xCloud. You rebrand it, put a new wrapper on it, but it's xCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the issue that Nintendo won't do is they're not going to have like the Xbox logo on a Switch. And they're not going to have you boot into the Microsoft Store and all that. Right? They may right. create a unified account system, you know, like like you tie the two accounts together or something. But Nintendo's mm-hmm. going to want to be branded their own thing first and foremost. And I what think does Ori do because they link achievements, right? Is yeah, that my they understanding? Do. Okay, but it doesn't say like achievement unlocked, and the Xbox logo doesn't come up. It's styled differently. Yeah, they wouldn't do all the Xbox kind of. And when you like pop that. the achievement on Xbox, like you in my Xbox app, it told me achievement was earned. But when I go and look at it, I can't like pull them separately and things. Hmm. So they're kind of hidden from view. So and those are Nintendo esque things that I don't think Nintendo will ever concede. 
just knowing their history and how they deal with partners. They're not going to do that because uh, I believe their brand is the most powerful brand in gaming and they're not mm-hmm. going to subject it. And that's why their games that are on sale are $42. Still. So they're, they're not, they're not going to stop that from happening. So if they can ever come to agreements on that. And like I said, I think it makes a lot of sense for Microsoft to do so. They're going to earn a ton of goodwill. They'll probably take, you know, they'll get paid and they'll probably take a, uh, a portion off the top. You know, they're going to take a percentage. Nintendo's going to get their cut and so is them. And it'll, it'll, it'll allow Nintendo to be the underpowered hardware that they want without being left behind. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I do think it's interesting with all of the streaming services that we have now with Stadia and, and, and xCloud and PlayStation yes, now. now and, mm-hmm. uh, Shadow and all the other things. There is starting to build maybe even competition for Nintendo to shop it around. Like, Hey, we don't want to do this. We want to license with somebody, so who's going to give us the best deal? And I think that that space exists for them. And who knows? Maybe they do it themselves. But based on the way Smash runs, I have no faith I in that. I don't want them to do it I don't it want them to do it either. <laughs> exactly. I don't want them to do it either. I've seen xCloud. I believe in xCloud. And I would love for them to do it. And it would be great if they had another little Minecraft partnership where they release logos and play nice with each other. That stuff like warms my heart. makes me happy. Um, and I just think there's a natural... It's it's a pro for both companies. Nobody loses in this relationship, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I would like to see it. Because here's the other thing: imagine Xbox games through XCloud delivered to Switch. It didn't have to be third party through XCloud. Even if it was branded Nintendo, Microsoft could still list Halo, for example. I don't see yeah first party Xbox games mm-hmm. coming in, but definitely Dude, like they a, release a Ori on the system and then Cuphead, and like they already have. Those are kind of like Nintendo-like games. Those are platformers, right? I get right? it. I'm saying but, it just paves the way. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It paves the way. Now, it'd be xCloud only. You'd only be able to stream it. You're not going to release it. You're not going to be able to buy it. But through xCloud, you could do it. Or, all right, all right. Halo may have been a step too far. Rare Replay. Sure. Ooh. I would be down with that. How many Nintendo fans would be excited if Rare Replay? All of them. All of yep. them would be. Even if, it was, even if it was streaming only and you had to be connected to the internet to do it, they would still do it. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. I think also with this question of like the approach of Nintendo is like, yeah, Optimize run bigger and better games. I, I feel like that, you know, that's totally never their approach. You know, Microsoft and PlayStation are always like, let's be the biggest and best games that we could play in the most efficient way possible, right? But Nintendo, it's like we like we understand what power level we wanna be at. So whatever the next gen console or whatever idea their thing is, like, okay, it has to at least be this power or this amount of of gpu cpu will work with they'll work with nvidia or something like that to work on the gpu side of things but we understand where that level is they don't need to go to a like microsoft or sony in order to um figure out how to run bigger and better games i i i just don't think that that's it's a philosophy it's not a it's not i can't do it it's a philosophy it's a philosophy that they don't need to and they don't yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like an, Animal Crossing selling gangbusters. They don't. They've proven it over and over again. They don't need to. And I say that like grinding my teeth because I wish they would. I love all the bit, K's yeah. and, and all that. I want the games. I want Outer Outer Worlds to look awesome on Switch. I want it to work. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I want everything I want to, to be as awesome and pretty and load as fast as possible. Yeah. But Nintendo, they don't need that to make their games. And as long as they make their games, they don't need anybody else. They literally could release a Switch that only plays first-party Nintendo games. 
and people would still buy it, me included. Even if you took away all the indies and everything. That's why mm-hmm. I've said for a long time on the show, Nintendo is most apt to set up like an app streaming service, the Nintendo app that you can just, you just, there's Nintendo's library is there and you just buy it. Their, their library is that valuable. Mm-hmm. It's insanely valuable. <laughs> like it's, it's ever, it's evergreen. It will never be not valuable because they made Mario and Zelda and Metroid and Donkey Kong. Like, you know, that's the issue. I mean, it's not the issue, but that's the feather in their cap. That's the card that they get to play that not everybody can play or it's not going to be as strong mm-hmm. a play, but they can. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I think with the idea of them ever going to another company and like, let's say like releasing ask their, for help or well, ask for help or adopt a different platform or anything. Nintendo cares way too much about like the controls exactly. and how you yeah. interact with their game to ever relinquish any sort of creative control in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agreed. Yep. I think we can get to through these last two. Yeah, go for it. Low rule, Why not? Well, low rule legend wants to know what's your most wanted port or remaster for the Switch? Oof. Okay, so I've said a bunch of the same ones over and over again. Wind Waker, you know, a lot of the, the 3D mm-hmm. 3D world, you know, those types of things. I want to say it again. Here, I want what I want to do is I want to answer this question uh, maybe a bit more definitively. When I think of ports that I want to come to Switch. The ones that I've said in the past, I'm actually happy Bioshock Collection came over. The ones that I say are typically last-gen games that I have reason to expect can be ported over fairly well with good performance. That's why I go last-gen, not this-gen. And then I also go to, like, collections because they bring a lot of value to the person that's buying it. Ports are already kind of undervalued. It's an old game. So anytime you can add a collection in a port, like the Bioshock Collection then I think we're talking like the Mass Effect collection, like the Arkham collection. Those are games that I would say port to Switch. Yeah. Even I was even I've thought about this in the past. I've brought it up a couple of times. If they ever did a Call of Duty collection of like two or three old Call of Duty games in a zombies mode, you know, if they're like Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare one and two for 360 and you can play zombies like I would buy that on Switch. Probably, yeah. you know, things like that. Anything that brings value fills a niche and can run well. I'm not going to tell you that I want, you know, the latest and greatest awesome third-party game running on Switch because <laughs> chances are it's not going to run well, you know. Yeah, I think uh, I just stemming from that, I guess right now what I most want uh, is actually Bravely Default and Bravely Second to port over to Switch and have that as a package right before we get into Bravely Default 2. That's real good. I think that, I think that needs to happen. I don't, I don't, I don't know, like if if they're planning on that or anything like that, but I, I kind of, I almost expect it, and that's, I, I don't know how anyone else feel like that with Bravely Default, but that, that's my pick. At this point, I really want my Skyward Sword remastered for the Switch. Hmm. I think that's, um, that's probably what's next for me of what I want for for a remaster. That'd be good. That'd be a great I'm, Zelda, you know, anniversary. Yeah, tank thing to do. I've talked about it before, but I think the Joy-Con would be a lot. People want to get rid of the motion control. I don't see that happening. I think the Joy-Con would be a a much better experience playing it than with the Wii remotes. Speaking of that, you just reminded me, you jogged my memory. Do you know, Garrett and I were talking this past week and I learned how to boot up Breath of the Wild on my PC. Yeah. And I play with all the plugins and everything. And it was pretty awesome for a moment. Except every time the game caches a shader, 
like it pauses or freezes or stutters. Yep. Which uh, in oh. an open world game, kind of all you the time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Like no. if you play it long enough, like after 20 minutes or so, it lessens to the point where it becomes what I would call playable, but it's still a consistent thing. So as pretty as it was, I literally was like, I'm never going to play the game like this. I'm not actually <laughs> right. going to play the game like this. And I turn it off and I'm going to uninstall all of it. But it was a fun little experiment while it lasted, Garrett. I could have been playing yep. Xenoblade instead, but no, I sat there and wasted my afternoon trying to figure it out. Like, what do I need to do? <laughs> I, I I think, uh, I mean, that emulator, though, it, it gets you everything. So. It does. It does. And uh, hopefully everything loads better than Breath of the Wild does. The it only, does. The only reason oh. I got into it was I got into the emulation of... Um, that WCW Feel the Bang game, which I got on track for that because of you, Rebecca. You, Wait, what did you, you led me down that road. Um, what did I do? You had a tweet. I have no idea what you're talking you about. You had a tweet about like your favorite N64 game or something. Oh, yeah. Right? And everybody was thinking of you know, Pokemon Snap and Ocarina of Time and Goldeneye. And I was like, let's not beat around the bush here, okay? And the N64 wrestling games to this day. 25 years later are still considered the gold standard of wrestling games mm-hmm. and a wish that i've always wanted is somebody to make that game just the way it was with a little better like visuals not new visuals i still want it to look like old n64 game but new visuals no new rosters and everything so i googled it there's an article in polygon where somebody did that Oh. There's an emulator and everything, and they've done it, and it's free. It's called WCW Feel the Bang. It has oh. a campaign and challenges, and I sat there and installed it and figured out how to play it and had an awesome time for two and a half oh, hours awesome. kind of going back and nostalgia and playing something. It doesn't run super great. It's a little janky. It's a fan-made thing. I understand. It's free, um, but it is pretty cool. Very cool. They have, like, all, you know, like, it's very funny. They have um, audio, like, shouts in the ring from the actual wrestlers they cut out of, like, you know, actual matches. So that's always weird. You do a move and you actually hear their voice coming across. <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, last question. Kyle wants to know which PlayStation franchise apart from Spyro and Crash Bandicoot would most likely have a port for the Switch? I've answered this one before. So I'm gonna let you guys go and then I'll say it again. I mean, my answer is not likely at all like in the slightest but i think that and i was i think this is i was just thinking about this earlier today because of playstation but sly cooper would feel so much at home on the Mm -hmm. switch it feels like it belongs there the sly collection would be a dream okay that's a good one never gonna happen but like that would be the dream give me ratchet and clank i was gonna say that one that's a good one my answer was and continues to be journey in particular the journey collection Um, they released the Journey Collection on PS3, and I think it was um, Journey, Flower, Flower, and mm-hmm. another one that I don't I remember. The other one. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was like Unfinished Swan or something like that. But um, mm-hmm. Journey is a great, fantastic game, oh, and I, I think it game. would fit right at home on Nintendo Switch. And if they were going to release a game, that would be the one I would want. Except one caveat: if we could get Resogun. Resogun oh, is a game yes. that deserves to be on every platform every- because Resogun is freaking great. That's it's a great, so fun video game. So, um, but but Resogun, even though it was exclusive and I guess Housemark, I still don't like Reson. Resogun doesn't feel like PlayStation brand. You get what I'm trying no, to say? Yeah. Whereas Journey, it's their own flavor, right? Journey Housemarque is like tentpole, like Ratchet, like Psy. Journey is PlayStation. Okay. So yeah, if, if I was gonna pick one, it'd be Journey. Awesome. 
Okay, well, that's going to wrap it up the show for us this week. Thank you so much, Kooplings, for hanging out with us um, another week down. Play some more Clubhouse games. Some of these games that are on sale, I'm going to get some Telltale games tonight. And we talk about those next week. And then I'm probably going to take a week off. Because the week after next, Last of Us comes out, and I'm not, I'm not playing anything else. I don't, I don't, I've been thinking about this all day. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, Jack. <laughs> if anything, oh my God. if anything, it'll be time that I could be spent playing the Last of Us. <laughs> Guys, it's starting to reach a fe- like a fever pitch. I was talking to Kevin about it last night. He's reviewing it. I'm, I'm, it's, it's there. Like hive level, it continues as we closer and closer, just slowly rising, and it's getting to the point now where it's, it's, it's everybody has a game like that, and this is yours. <sighs> I went in this game. I talked to my son. I went and picked up my son from a pool party yesterday. My my son and daughter, they went to a pool party with a couple of friends from church. And my son on the way back was like, I can't believe you're buying that console. The PlayStation 5 is coming out soon. And I was like, I've been waiting for this game and that console your entire life. <laughs> I'm like, do you understand? Oh my God, it's true, isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, from the moment you existed, I have been waiting for this game. <laughs> So I don't want to hear no backtalk about this game. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. If I could send them away, I would. If I could just like put them in a hotel room or something, like everybody go away and leave me alone to do this. Put them on the show. They'll be the hosts with us. Oh, oh no. (laughs) That would be a... We can talk about (laughs) Animal Crossing. We can talk about... (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Yeah. They're still doing all the Animal Crossing. My daughter got a (laughs) teacup ride or something. She's starting to build like a carnival. They're still doing it. They're still going. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway that'll do it for us this week Kooplings we'll catch you next week bye bye <laughs>